Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 106 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, the flagship Nintendo podcast on the PSVG Podcast Network. And I'm a man down this evening. A Caroline messaged me not eight minutes ago saying that she could not make it. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, well, one, that sucks because we all love Caroline. We, all, we definitely wanted her to be here. Uh, but two, this show is supposed to be focused on Luigi's Mansion 3, and she's almost beaten it. Like, she was by far the person to go to for all of that goodness. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to miss her. But I will make do, and I've brought over Mr. Bill from Run, Jump, Stop, Switchcraft Podcast. How are you doing, man? Thanks for dropping by the shack. Oh, man, I can't turn down the opportunity to talk about video games. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Caroline sends her uh, regrets. She really wanted you uh, wanted to talk to you. She talks about the Twitch streams and, and all the raids and everything. So uh, we'll have to have you back for sure. Awesome. I, I do watch her from time to time. She's very chill. One of one of my favorite streamers. Very relaxed. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. Except for when she's playing like an MMO. Then you don't want to watch. <laughs> then you stop watching. But yeah, if she's, she's drawing or something, totally fine. Everybody can go watch. Okay. Um, Bill, we do this thing every every show where we do a Mad Lib to thank one of our patrons. So this is typically the Caro focus. I read her the Mad Libs, and she fills in the blanks. And I had one set up. We were supposed to do the Lord of the Rings because we're kind of in the middle of the trilogy. Okay. Um, but it's not going to work. No. <laughs> it's not going to work. So I'm going to throw one on you, and we're going to okay. see how this goes. Here we go. Thanksgiving from a kid's point of view is the title of the Mad Lib. Okay. I need a holiday. A holiday? Mm-hmm. Um, Festivus. <laughs> this is gonna be a great <laughs> show festivus i need a person actually our person has to be one of our patrons so i'm gonna pick this week that's fair and let's see who have we not let's take you know what we have a new patron who just joined and that would be coach mo who just came back and what a better way to celebrate his return than by throwing him in this week's Mad Lib. All right. I need a, f- a family relation. Brother, sister. Family relation. Uh, second cousin, twice removed. Second cousin, twice removed. I'm making him write stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I have them printed out, so it's a lot easier. It's going to be even funner. Uh, I need an adjective. Um, staunchly. Staunchly. I need another one. Another adjective. Inhatted. In I don't even know that one. Now I need, a, I need you to define it. Uh, you know, somebody wearing a hat. Oh, in hat. <laughs> I'm just making up words, man. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, give me an animal. An animal? Yeah. Um, wombat. Wombat. That's a good one. I mean, a sport? A sport. Um, cricket. That's the weirdest sport I know. I need an exclamation. Exclaim something. Holy cats. Holy cats. I need a noun and a number. Uh, water bottle. And the number is... Um, 536. I need an animal and a food. An animal and a food. Okay. Um, cow, cheeseburger. 
Let's see And that here. is an animal and a food. I need a flavor, two nouns, and another holiday. Okay, okay. One one thing at a time. I'm I'm not as bright as Caro, so uh, a flavor. Uh we're gonna say um grape. Got it. Um what was the other two nouns? Yep, the flavor, two nouns, and a holiday. Um poster. Um another noun would be speeding ticket and a, and another holiday, you said? Yep. Uh we'll say my birthday. So that this is gonna be weird. Well, I, I mean, that's kind of the point, isn't it? Oh, definitely, of course. But like the last one, the last holiday, I feel like it shouldn't be a fill in the blank. But, well, I don't know. We'll see how it reads. Here we go. Patron Mad Lib of the Week. Today we celebrate Festivus dinner at Coach Mo's house. When we arrived, my second cousin twice removed greeted us with a big, staunchy kiss. Kisses are so in now we're just waiting for the wombat to come out of the oven. My dad is watching cricket on TV. He always shouts, holy cats, when his team scores. <laughs> <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> when his team scores a water bottle. What? <laughs> yes. Only 536 more minutes until... The cow will be ready to eat. I wonder if my mom will let me try the grape pie. It smells like a poster. Much better than my uncle. He smells like a speeding ticket. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> there you go, Coach Mo. <laughs> Thanks for Coach being a patron Mo. over there at patreon.com slash PSVG. Okay. Tonight's show was supposed to be all about Luigi's Mansion 3. I don't know if we're going to be able to bring that show to, 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 to come. I don't know how much you've played it, Bill, but here's the deal. Uh, my wife was in a wreck last week, which I, I've, I've just t- talked about on our show, and uh, I've been doing all of that, all of that stuff. Uh, my work also does a lot of elections, so Tuesday was shot. I have played this game for one session. I have three hours into Luigi's Mansion 3, so that's, that's about as much discussion as I can bring. How much have you played this game? About three hours. Oh, fantastic. This would yeah. be <laughs> that's so much okay. for a review. It'll be... Say. First impressions. First impressions. Yeah. There we go. Um, it'll be definitely Carolyn have a beat by the time we come back next week. And hopefully I'll catch up to her by then, too. Um, so I'll kick us off and say that I am playing this game primarily co-op. Um, actually, my entire session completely co-op outside of the fact that it takes a minute before you get access to Guiji. That was one of the things I was a little surprised. I was like, man, I'm really playing a lot of this game because um, I knew that you could play both. You know, they talked about the the co-op companion. So I told my son, I was like, Jack, we're going to sit down. We're going to play Luigi's Mansion 3 together. And he said, great. I started playing the game. About an hour later, I was like, all right, now you can play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, he was just kind of bored. He was like, um, am I ever going to get to play or is this just a, a you thing, Dad? And I was like, no, it's coming. It's coming. Um but my, my first impressions, I got to admit, are are very positive, very favorable. Um, I really like the game quite a bit. I want to say, I mean, I'm, I've only played it that first opening session. I made it to the floor. I just fought the chef boss. So I think we just came down to, like, the second floor. Because it's a little wacky, right? So we went to, like, the first floor, like, the lobby, and then the first floor. Yeah, you're all over the place. And then you go to, like, the fifth floor. And then you go back down to the basement, and then you come back up, I think. Um, I also haven't played since Sunday, so my memory might be a little off. Like but... the third floor or something after that. Yeah. Like you keep going up and down. You're not going in order or anything. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but it, to be honest with you, I, I want to say my first impressions are that it's probably going to be my favorite Luigi's game. Um, I've played I played the original GameCube. I played Dark Moon um, on 3DS, and uh, I've always liked them. I've always considered them B-tier type franchises, like in the Kirby's kind of fill in the gaps of a calendar. And uh, I think this one, while I don't think this is Breath of the Wild, I think this is a notch above that, though. It's, it's, I think it's really, really good. It's a high-quality game. I really enjoy the visuals. I like what I'm doing. I like playing. I really enjoy playing with Jack. I think it's creative so far, and it's funny. It's witty. So uh, I'm enjoying it. What about you? Well, my, in, my initial impressions of this game were extremely positive. Um, the, the game is beautiful. Uh, the, I, first off, there's too many cutscenes at the beginning, which pushes me away. That that drives me crazy. Let me get get me into the controls as fast as you possibly can. Sure. Video game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, ignoring the the, the ridiculous cutscenes, which have some humor in them, without a doubt. Um, the 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 graphics. This this might be the best looking Switch game yet. Like it is gorgeous, and it has so much personality. Um, so much personality, like Luigi's facial expressions and his animations, like when he is scared, he like stands up all super rigid and starts shaking and stuff. And I, I just find it to be really impressive what they are able to do with the switch and the, the, you know, the frame rate always looks good. Yes. Um, the, the mechanics are sound. It's really uh, fun to play. I will say, and I talked about this on my show a little bit today. Um, when you are, you know how you can use the the motion controls to point the vacuum or the flashlight mm-hmm. up or down. Um, I wish you could also like twist your controller to turn to the left a little bit or turn to the right a little bit because I tend my my brain starts using the motion controls and then I try and twist it and it doesn't work. And I'm like, Oh yeah, idiot. You got to use the thumbstick for that. And overall, I feel like this game would be a thousand times better if it was a camera over the shoulder, uh, kind of like Mario because my, I just, I have trouble with the, with which direction I, I want him to face when I'm trying to vacuum up a ghost or shine do, do a flashlight. Like, do you do the thing where you like you spin in a circle? Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, I'm spinning with in circles yeah. like some kind of idiot, and I'm like, is this my first video game or something? I can't. And it's also I, like I, the, it's like a depth thing. I get into a room where I feel like I can walk to the back, but like you can't, and then like, yeah. I start to spin. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I feel you there. Right, and, and it, it, this feels like a problem that I never noticed on the 3DS because the 3ds had that depth you know you could see at least if i remember correctly uh you you could see that depth and you could see okay this is far away i know where things are i also feel like on on 3ds and this could just be me misremembering but i also feel like it was more of a not a top down but kind of more of an angle whereas a lot of times this time it's more like really like almost side by side it is very well. I don't. I don't know if you're right or not because it's been way too long since it has I played been a minute, that game. Yeah. Uh, but I do agree. This this could be, this game would be better if it was either over Luigi's shoulder, like Mario Odyssey, like that style of uh, camera position, or if it was more isometric, a little bit higher up with the camera. I feel like I would have a, an easier time controlling it. That being said. 
the game is every time I've played it, the game has been very, very, very fun. But <laughs> then there's a big pause here with the dot, dot, dot. When I'm not playing it, I am not thinking about it. Uh, and and it's like, I really thought I would be. Like when I was playing Mario Odyssey and I wasn't playing that game, I'd be like, oh, I cannot wait to pick that so up. So you and were get wrapped back. up in it. Right. Yeah. And it, it could be because I, I have just been incredibly swamped lately with all of the stupid little projects that I have going on and, and, and all of that. And then I went to Retro Game Con this weekend. Yeah. And like, so I didn't get to play it at all this weekend because I was super busy. I just, I, I just have not been thinking about this game at all when I'm not playing it. In fact, I was like, oh, I'm going to be on Shaq tomorrow. I need to make sure that I play this game. So last night I was playing a little bit more and I was enjoying it. And my wife was like, oh, man, that's really cute. And I was like, and she's, she's right. The game is really cute. And every time I have the controller in my hand, I'm enjoying myself. But as soon as I put it down, I forget it. And my, I don't know what I don't know why. My immediate reaction to hearing you say that was I feel the same way, but it's it's not it has nothing to do with the game. It is just how busy I am. I have been on the go since we stopped recording Shaq last week. My entire day has either been full either trying to catch up at work or actually at work or dealing with all of my life stuff after work. Um, mm -hmm. It probably isn't until tomorrow, to be honest with you, things start to I just bought a car. <laughs> it's like yeah that's that's a big invest or not investment obviously it's a big uh um it's a time sink yes yes we had to go all the way across the city they deliver it check out all the different types exactly right so i agree with you i it's not like on my mind constantly but it's only i think it's honestly just because i have a lot of things in my mind and um the first time i played it is actually one of the things i, I posted on discord i kind of really dig it's kind of chill mood I think maybe because of all that's been going on, if, if mm -hmm. anything, maybe it's like grabbing me a little bit more than the others in the series have before. Because right now it's like, hey, just sit here and go vacuum some curtains and some spiders <laughs> and like shine your flashlight at some like this is this is good right now. I don't need complicated and, and, and grand right now. I just need chill. Um, last week I mentioned that, you know, I, I, I listened to. I listen to way too many podcasts and I've heard uh, multiple folks talk about this game and I've heard it uh, referred to as like a 3DS game in HD. Uh, a lot of folks have said that the visuals, uh, you know, they didn't think it stood up. It didn't look that great. Uh, there was one point during one cutscene where I kind of got that drift. I was like, yeah, that's the resolution's kind of fuzzy. It's not that great. And then as I started playing the game, all of that kind of went away. I mean, I just wanted to go back to the point you said. The game does look absolutely gorgeous, and, and and unlike Link's Awakening, it runs perfectly the entire time. Mm -hmm. There are no like noticeable glitches. There's nothing that's grabbing my attention on, on a performance side. It plays and looks like a cartoon, and that's yeah. all. It, I mean, it just looks like you're watching Scooby Doo or something like, happening on screen, and it's it's super charming, and uh, really detailed is definitely fits the bill but it's not like like the layers the layers are simple like the textures are simple everything's flat colors contrast like all mm -hmm. that fits i'm trying to say it's just like really dense 
There's a lot of yeah. stuff in every little room. It's like it's really kind of like packed in there and lived in there. And there's a lot of stuff to like go through, go through all the drawers and go through all the bathrooms, go through all the cracks and look up every. There's a lot of stuff in every scene. And if you're just yeah, kind and you of, can interact with it all, too. Yes. So if you're just kind of like going from from spot to spot, there's a lot that you're probably missing. And that's the you know, this is one of those collectathon games. The whole point of this game is to go and find everything, get all the booze, collect all the all the gems, get all the money, you know, all that stuff. I, I've never seen a game that has animation as good as this does. Yeah. Like this, look, this is like Pixar. I feel like this is Pixar level animation for what Luigi looks like as he's moving around and reacting to things. That right there is what stands out about this game is, is, Maybe it is not the highest resolution or the biggest, most ridiculous textures or the most realistic looking materials, but the animation, the polish that Nintendo has put on this makes this game stand out. And I that's why I feel like it's one of the best looking games. Sure, there are games which look more realistic, of course. Sure. Yeah. But I don't think they look better than this in motion screenshots it's not going to hold up as well but once it's in motion it's like wow that's just really amazing mm -hmm. yep and if i can put words into caro's mouth um she's she's mentioned she's dropped a few breadcrumbs in the discord talking about how some of these levels that get she get later on i mean she said multiple floors she's picked two or three of them she's like best ever best in the series like this is blowing my mind so maybe that getting all wrapped up in something and maybe that maybe that's still yet to come because we're both still pretty early on on it i hope so yeah no but the pixar was spot on by the way that was what i was trying to say yeah <laughs> that was all of my words were basically trying to say that yeah it's pixar <laughs> it does look like a pixar game it's it's pretty fantastic in that regard okay um anything else on luigi's mansion um i mean like i said i'm, I'm pretty early on i same i, I do love uh, Doctor Egad, you know, yeah, of course, Pasta, Pasta, or whatever the stupid word. Well, the virtual boo. He says. Oh my God, that 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 was great. The 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 VB. Um, I love the red interface and stuff like that. And I will say this: until you get the map, the game is very frustrating. Like I was in the the parking garage, yeah, and I'm walking back and forth and back and forth, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And I didn't notice that on the floor there was like a little door painted. Mm -hmm. uh, the door was on the fourth wall, if yeah. that makes sense. And I towards didn't the screen, see it, like so, you got to walk towards right. Yourself. I had yeah. to walk in. I had to walk towards the screen. So I keep walking back and forth, and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then finally, I I, I hit the door by accident, uh, <laughs> and then eventually you get the the virtual boo, and you're like, oh, okay, now that I've got a map everything's so much I love better. that door um I didn't do the exact same thing but I know exactly what you're talking about because I probably wouldn't have figured it out if I didn't realize that uh the parking stall that the door is like in front of and there's like an arrow and there's nothing right. there anywhere else the entire thing I was like oh yeah that makes sense but it's still weird because you don't see the door like there's no door to look at right and I was right kind of looking at the rest of, of everything course. else I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to the floor there's as much there, there's that secret like chain area that you gotta you, like I kept mm -hmm. focusing on that for a minute and I was like wait a minute there's right be with the to um with with like the electrical room and the yep. the chain link fence yeah yep. uh also I, I I like the addition of the plunger thing where you can shoot the plunger oh, yeah. thing out and then vacuum that back and uh that was kind of cool I like I like um you know, there's there's a fight early on where you have to use that, and I think that that was really cool. 
I, I, I think the fights are kind of fun, although it might be a little too easy. Um, I, I am enjoying it, though. I, I, like I, I especially like being able lot. to slam the ghosts yes. into each other. That's yes. very satisfying. But when you get them down to, like, the zero health or something, if there's more than one, they just disappear yep. instead of, like, it would be more satisfying if for a second, like, they would clog up the vacuum and then, thunk, you know, into it. And that doesn't happen when there's more than one of them, I feel like. Or maybe I'm just uh, not giving no, it enough No, timers. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. When okay. You, like when you kill them and they go to zero, they just kind of like evaporate. They don't necessarily. Right. Yeah. I feel like they could have done better. Like almost like, you know, when you vacuum a mouse. Yep. Like when you hit the mouse and they get stuck in the in the tube for a second. It would have been cool if the if the uh, if the ghosts did that. And one more, I get not really a complaint, but a nitpick. I feel like the HD rumble is incredibly lacking. Hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not really noticing it. And I was, I was playing, playing earlier with, a, with the Joy-Cons, and I was controller. like, okay, it's fine. Well, the Pro Controller has terrible, yeah, terrible uh, HD noticed. rumble. Yeah. Hmm. Did you play multiplayer at all? I have not. Um, we, we've just been super swamped, and my, my son is, is incredibly obsessed with Fortnite. So, yeah, mine uh, too. If I can get him away from that for five minutes, I don't know if it's, if, you know, I, I want him to go do something else instead of playing a game. My son and I did. Uh, in our little play session, we did play some multiplayer. We had fun with it. Um, we played, there's a, there's like a, a point race mode where it drops you and your co-op companion on a little graveyard and ghosts come at you from all different directions. And you know, he or she that grabs the most ghosts wins. It's okay. You know, it's like a little, 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 little rush mode. Um, but the, the scream tower, that's a lot more fun. So the scream tower, they drop you in and you actually have a timer and you're actually in like a floor of the mansion and you have to get as many ghosts as you can to clear the floor in a specific amount of time and you can earn power-ups like more time and all that kind of stuff as you go through i think it's meant to be played with four players uh, we did not make it on our first try we did make it on our second try with just the two of us and uh, it's it's pretty fun it is a a neat that there's a little more multiplayer to that than the other mini games like the other mode is basically a mini game this is actually something that I would like to attempt to do. I would like to clear the entire Scream Tower to do all oh, floors okay. and have that. Like, there's a little more meat on that boat. It's kind of like a, it's not like a horde mode, but it's kind of like that where if you could make it through all the waves, I think I would have a sense of achievement from that. Whereas the mini games are just like something you throw on with the family to, to waste five or 10 minutes with. You know, do, you, do you feel like it's, it's uh, viable for just two players? Because my wife doesn't do. really. Yeah. 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 I, I do. Because oh, okay. the action. The action is even amplified a bit more with the with the vacuum and the slamming when you're on a time limit and you really got to get going. So it be, it, mm -hmm. you'll get to the point where we got to it on the first floor where it almost became essential that you were slamming ghosts into other ghosts so you could clear. Because <laughs> if you weren't oh, doing okay. that, then you're wasting time because now you're doing instead of, you know, knocking out four ghosts in two tries. Now you're spending time to capture all four and you get behind the time and all that. And so you really got to talk to each other. It's it's very much a co-op thing. You got to talk to each other. You're not going to make it out of there. And uh, awesome. I think that, that, I might check that out then. It's fun. It's fun. I enjoyed it. And so, I mean, it just adds a little something extra when you complete the game. Go go do the Scream Tower. I think I think the Scream Tower, if, if the difficulty keeps ramping up as I would expect it to, it being a tower and everything, I expect yeah. it to be, yeah, be quite the accomplishment to, to reach the top. So. 
fun okay that sounds awesome i want to check that out now you you've convinced me to give it a shot yeah give it a try so that's the thing so caroline plows through all the content of the game and i'm like here's what playing it with your friends are like that's our gimmick that's our <laughs> here's how it plays with children um we are going to break into our news and we have a ton of it but first and foremost highlighted today smash 6.0 patch comes out with terry bogard there was a 50 minute um they, i guess the proper term is nintendo direct i mean they are calling them that right nintendo direct smash I, they just said it was uh they said it was a, a a thing with mr sakurai they didn't say it was a nintendo direct and i, I think, don't know i think the pr said it though <laughs> Like the press release. Did it? Okay, I I, so. maybe I did miss the the press release because, well, I mean, if I go to the Nintendo press site like right now, it doesn't say that there was a Nintendo Direct. It says I'm waiting for it to come up. I've got a spinning and spinning and spinning. Here we go. Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury uh, joins Super Smash. Um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about okay. Direct on here. Okay, I don't so know. Just Sakurai so did, I, did a did a let stream. He just did a Twitch a Twitch stream. Talking yeah. about his new fighter. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing because I was working. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I was did. at work too. Eight o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. Like, <laughs> it was 50 minutes I, long. I know. <laughs> uh, Caroline did provide us some notes though. So I'll read through some of these things. Um, first and foremost, let me get the Carol news out of the way. Dark Samus and Richter Amiibo are on pre-order now. You can pick them yep. up January 17th. But um, all right. So he said he took a... Sakurai took a while explaining Neo Geo's history and Fatal Fury, um, ter Terry's game. Terry has similarities to, to Ryu and Ken. Um, he looks directly at the fighters while engaging them. Uh, his big thing is when he does damage over 100%, he can use cool, you know, super special moves that allow momentum shift and different dangerous stuff. Um, our listeners know already, I, I'm not really Terry Terry Bogard fan. I'm, I'm not into, like, Fatal Fury. This this new, I'm not saying I don't like it. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to put it down. Just none of this news excited me. Not the announcement, not the unveiling, not this. I don't really care. So I'm with you. It's going to be hard I, for I, me I'm, to sit here and like try to... I can't hype it up, guys. Kara was your girl. She's got all kinds of stuff about <laughs> other characters. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like... I, I'm happy for the people who really want this character. I'm just going to keep playing as Pac-Man. Pac-Man is my dude. I like playing as Pac-Man. He's my favorite. Throw a fire hydrant, throw a cherry at somebody, hit somebody with a ghost. It's super fun. This is just a character that I have absolutely zero affinity for, but I can recognize their importance in fighting game history and why they should be included, even if it's not for me. I know they added a ton of music. Kiro also put in here they added 20 cameo characters from the Neo Geo games, the backdrop mm -hmm. to King of mm -hmm. Fighters. So that's pretty cool. Um, and she did put in here, this, I know this is near and dear to her, and if I didn't say it, she, she'd probably hit me. Uh, Mai Shrenu from Fatal Fury King of Fighters is not in because Sakurai says, quote, Smash is for good boys and girls, or is for good boys and girls of all ages. So obviously yeah, I didn't like the, that. That ticked me off. Oh, really? I mean, I don't necessarily care about the character. Uh, it's not a character that I'm familiar with, but the idea that just the uh, the female form is automatically offensive. I mean, like, come on. Well, I think like, in, in the you game, not take she's, your children to the beach. She's got some <laughs> some serious jiggle physics in the game going on, right? Like that's. I don't know. I just looked at a picture of her. Yeah. Um, but I, you could tone that down. It's, yeah, I, somebody, of course you could. I, I was talking about it today. Somebody said that didn't they? Didn't they tone down Bayonetta's outfit for for this game? Yeah, yep. 
Right. So just do the same thing. If if you if she is a uh, an important part of fighting game history, and they were thinking about using her, and then they decided not to because boobies. Like, <laughs> calm down. Good like, point. Relax. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> that that's my, that's how I feel about it. Um, and I could not get that out to like I was recording my show today, and I probably went on and on about this for probably five minutes because I couldn't get the words in the right order. I feel like I got them in the right order already, so I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you. I think you did a great job. I mean, I, 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 I like. God, I'm going to sound like just the pervious person. I, I typically like the suggestive type games, so I don't. I don't care at all. I'd be all for it. I like Catherine. I like Bayonetta. I don't care if you want to put it all in there. I don't think every game is for everybody. Just like every character isn't for everybody, you know. So, I don't care either way. To be quite honest with you, but uh, I think the point's well made. I, I could see somebody getting, you know, a little upset over it, but you know, they got they got Terry in there, and I guess he's the one. I do think the Kirby Terry costume is is pretty cool looking. Oh, where cool he's got the hat, hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, pretty, that's that's, that's, that's awesome. a pretty good one for Kirby. Um, <laughs> but uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, if uh, I know gamers out there, Twitter is not a good place for any sort of, you know either PC culture or anti PC culture, or any, right, right, like any right. definitive stance on anything like that at all usually has some sort of outrage or uproar. So I'm sure somebody out there is really upset about this, but again, honestly, I don't understand why they brought it up at there, all. That's more or less what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, that is just so that's like, Hey, look, there's a landmine. Let's sit on it. You're just stoking like, the flames at the point. Just don't why? even say, yeah. Just don't even mention her. Just say, hey, here's Terry Bogard. Here's how he plays. Here's the stuff that comes with him. Oh, this other person? We're not going to mention her. Sure. Problem solved. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, sorry, Caroline. We'll let you come back and fill in the gaps here for anything I missed. Uh, I don't even know if I'll ever play with Terry, to be quite honest with you. I'll try it. but I'm, I'm I, And maybe I'll be like, oh, my God, he's the, he's best, the best. But and he's not Pac-Man. It's I was thinking he'd be my, like... When I saw when I saw his, un, his his unveiling trailer, and I saw people you know posting all their favorite gifts of of the series and everything, to be honest with you, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna be like a maybe like a lighter like little Mac, maybe he's gonna be like a little Mac that can jump and move and stuff. And then uh, in our Discord, I was like, no, he basically plays like Ryu. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind, never mind. Don't care yeah. anymore. Okay. Um, what else do I got here? Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, by the way, is selling extremely well. It's charting number two in the UK behind Call of Duty. And uh, sales reports 140% higher than other sales in the Luigi's Mansion series over Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, the Switch's highest selling game of the year in the UK market already in its first week. Yeah. So Well, that's okay, that's for now because that's not going to last for course. long. Enjoy your, your time in the limelight, uh, Luigi. Um, I, and you know, to be fair, they sold 150,000 copies in the first week in Japan, which is a really, really good, uh, sale through. Yeah. Um, but Pokemon's coming and Luigi is going to get smacked right in the face. <laughs> I've got a complete Call of Duty and I've got a complete Luigi's Mansion before Pokemon. So that's basically my, <laughs> I got nine days. I got to get going. I got until December 25th because I it, Pokemon for my son and I have we've always we always buy the uh, the the both you know we buy one for each of us I he picks same. which one he wants and then we open them on Christmas and that's when we play them although I have a show 
that I need to be able to talk about this stuff and I can't talk about this stuff. So I, I like, I feel like I need to play it, but I, I shouldn't, I'm going to wait. I don't know what to do. That's I don't a, know what to do. That's really sweet. Actually. You kind of caught me because, um, my son and I very much do the exact same thing, except it's not Christmas based. My son's birthday is November 8th and it Get seems like town. that's my birthday. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we are buying him this Friday. Uh, he's getting the Pokemon um, Light Edition. And next week we'll get Pokemon. And that's his birthday present. And, and, it, and it's kind of lined up that way. The last three Pokemon games we bought, we did, or four, we did Sun, Ultra Sun, Let's Go, and now this one. And it's basically set in stone. This is what we do for his birthday until he doesn't want Pokemon anymore. But it's gotten to the point now he just expects it. It's like, hey, yeah. you're for your birthday. He's like, we're not, we're not, we're not doing the Pokemon thing. So, but we do the same thing. I buy both and he picks his. I'm playing Shield this year. He wanted Sword, so I think Shield's better. I'm not going to tell him that, but I'm excited. I'm really excited, actually. I can't even, I've been talking about it for weeks. I'm really, really excited. So I've got to, got to beat Luigi's Mansion before that game comes out. I don't get super excited for Pokemon. Like, I wasn't even going to buy Pokemon Let's Go. Um, and then I watched somebody streaming it on Twitch, and I was, I was, they were like shiny hunting, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, I've got to buy this right now." And so I went downstairs and I said, "Honey, is it okay if I buy it?" And she said, "Yeah, go ahead." Uh, and so I ended up buying it, and I, because because my son and I weren't sure about that one because it was going to be so different than all of the others, so we weren't sure about that. So we ended up not doing it last year. Uh, we did it. We did it with X Y. Uh, we did it with Sun Moon. We did it with Super Sun and Crazy Moon or whatever that yep. it was called. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, and then with with um, Let's Go, we were going to skip it because we just it didn't look like it was going to be the same kind of game, and it wasn't. But I loved everything that they did, and I had so much fun with that. And I put a lot of hours into that game. I didn't beat it because I don't beat games. Um, but I had so much fun with it. Now, I'm not excited for Pokemon, but as soon as I have it in my hands, I know that I'll be like, like that's the game that I'm going to be thinking about when I'm not playing it. Sorry, Luigi. Yeah, no, I'm 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 not with you there because I've been I have been excited. I've been saying how excited I am to play Pokemon all year long, even through all of the bad press and the the Pokedex and everything. I'm like. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm super excited because of the the new Pokemon. I mean, I'm always excited when they have a bunch of new Pokemon um, just because you get to meet and greet new folks. You know, like I, I try to stay away from some spoilers, although we have some here. And but the open area, the wild area, I'm so excited for that. The new look, the new graphics, even though I know it's the same style, but just the the, the better resolution, the better models, HDness. I just want to mm-hmm. go get lost in another Pokemon world and go become the best again. Um, I don't do the shiny HUD stuff though, so that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, are you really into the collect them all, the shinies, and like the the, the breeding and making your own team and all that? I, I wouldn't say that I'm super into it, but that's the part of the game that I like the most. It's okay. just I want to catch I want to catch them all. I don't care about fighting other people. Like that does not interest me. Um, I'm not super into trading with people. If somebody wants one and I have duplicates, I'll gladly share with them. But I would prefer to go out and catch all of them myself. I find that to be more fun. Um, And I do think like in in Let's Go, 
the shiny the i love the way that they did the shiny hunting uh it, it just made sense especially the fact that you could see the pokemon on the open world like you could see them mm-hmm. that made it so much more enjoyable than oh look it's gonna zoom in and it's not the pokemon that you want so you have to run away rather than just avoid them yep now this one kind of does both mm-hmm. i guess which and i'm like i don't know how i feel about that i would much rather it always be visible uh and never be the random encounter but you know we can't always have what we want um especially not i do with like what's that it's especially not with pokemon <laughs> right especially not with pokemon uh, although the whole thing with the national deck decks i understand their reasoning it makes a lot of sense it's a it's a ridiculous amount of uh work for them to make 700 new models and i know that there, there's people who are like well they're just copying the old animations right but that still work and yeah, yes they are they are copying the old animations. I saw some of the new animations versus some of the old animations, and they are this. They are frame for frame. They look like the same thing, but that doesn't mean it's not work to do. Exactly. That's uh, so. I was going to say with the the increase in resolution and now that they're making them for TVs and HD, it is a mm-hmm. lot of work. Like it's not. It's you know. It's it might look the same, but it's a lot of work to get it to that level and make it ready for that level. Right. Because the uh, what is the the 3ds is what 240p. Yeah. And we're going up to 1080p. <laughs> like, can you imagine if they didn't increase the, like, if they didn't make the animations, or not animations, the textures and stuff better and exactly. the models it better? Awful. You'd be like, oh, God, that's hideous. It's like when you go from a, a regular 3DS to a 3DS XL, you're like, oh, that's, that's ugly. Uh, I'll deal with it because it's more comfortable, but it's ugly. Having 1080p at that would just be bad. Yeah, and, and by the way, I'm not making excuses for, for Pokemon. I actually largely agree with, I don't say agree with all of the Outcry, but I understand some of the reasoning behind the Outcry because Pokemon just prints money hand over fist and they have such mm-hmm. a huge studio that I, like, I'm like, I'm all for holding um, developers and publishers accountable. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't even know accountable is not even the right word. Just, you know, like it's on them to sell you, you know, it's like it's on them to win you over. So if they're not winning you over, don't buy the game. And if yeah, you don't buy the but, game long enough, then they'll do things to to want you over. But I think like um, the, the Pokedex thing, which I feel like we on our show, we've talked about it so much. But I mean, you're a guest and you're new. So I, don't, I just don't want to say all the same thing I've already said over and over again. Um, I'm really looking forward to like this game. All right. So I'm going to say one of the spoilers. I'm not going to spoil everything. So Pokemon fans, don't don't freak out on me here. Um, but Cubone is not in this game. Spoiler. Like what? He's not in the game. And he's my favorite Pokemon. And he's the one I always play with. And he's not in the game. And guess what? I really don't care. I can play a Pokemon game without Cubone. Like, I'm totally happy and fine to being almost somewhat forced into doing something else. I, I wouldn't like it if it was always the case. But mm-hmm. I, I I like this idea with the Pokemon, with the Pokedex, being special from game to game. And I, I think collecting them all, if you want to say not per game, but collecting them all over a span of three games... I think might be very rewarding and more rewarding if, if they're exclusive to certain versions and not every game has everything all the time. Um, Cause I think if you keep doing it somewhat, I don't want to say annually, but if you keep doing it somewhat biannually, I just think it starts to lose its, I'm not into the collector thing either. Like I don't collect them all. I'm very much into, I want to get here. I want to, I want to get my six favorite Pokemon. I want to go beat all the gyms and get all the badges and then 
I'm done. So like, it's very, very different thing. I, I, I don't represent most players. I, I realize that, mm-hmm. but I, I don't mind if, you know, I, I love Cubone. He's my favorite, but if I want to play with him, I've got to get him in the next game. And then if I want to get Polyrath, I got to get him in the other game. I can't get him in this game. You know, I, I don't, I don't mind that at all. I feel like they'd be better off if they included the entire decks as just the sprites. And you could say, look, these are the guys that I caught. I have them. Gotcha. I can't summon them into this game because of some lore thing that they could make up. But I have them. Yep. And these are the these are my friends that I have collected over the uh, whatever number of years. And I have them. And I think that if they did that, a lot of people would be like, okay, I can deal with that. Yep. I mean, there'd still be angry people, but I think a lot of a lot of the outcry would go away just because people want to see their collections. I also thought that they would bring them in post game, not like immediate post game. You beat the game, but like almost like Smash, like in Wave, they would have updates <laughs> like every month or so. Like, guess who showed up? You know, I actually the entire time leading up into it until Masuda was like, no, we're just not going to do it. I I, did, I had been expecting that with these raids. I've been expecting these raids would be like a time to highlight you know, a new Pokemon, like, guess who's here now? So-and-so oh, showed That would have been really cool. I thought that hey, from the beginning. Hey, Cubone's here. You gotta go raid to get him. Exactly. I was like, this is, oh, God, I'm gonna play this game forever. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, yeah. Oh, man. That would have been a really good idea. <laughs> that When they first announced the raids and everything, I was like, oh, this is why they don't have them all in there. Because of this. Now, and then they were like, no, Donnie, that's not it. Now they are going like you are going to be playing this game for a long time because of those raids because I guess in the raids like there are items that drop yep. that then you can use uh, I think they're called mints or something like that and you can use them to decide which stats your pokemon will increase when they level up I think they call and it changing the nature of your pokemon like you can like change without like, changing the nature stuff. though it'll still say the same nature apparently Oh okay I mean, that's that's how I understood it. Um, but then there's also these like energy drinks or something that the Pokemon can use, and that will make them level up faster. And XP crystals that you can give them so that you can level up ones that you're not carrying around. And you get all of these things from doing the raids. And I think that this completely changes the competitive scene because people are going to be out there and they're going to be getting their their stuff and feeding them into their their favorite Pokemon in order to make them the exact right stats. The the um, you know you you just you don't have to worry about the luck of finding the Pokemon that you want with the right nature. You can find the one that you want and then make it. Do some work to change him to make that or her to change your Pokemon so that it is uh, competitive. And I think that that's really cool. All I wanted to follow up with the raids is I, I'm most excited about that because, yeah, they add, add a little grind to it. And you, you get like those XP candies and all that. And mm-hmm. you can level up your Pokemon. I like that a lot. I mean, for me, I'm really excited about these raids. I want to play. I think me and my son are going to play these together. And hopefully we can get, you know, a couple of members of, of Shaq. We've got a good, I'd say a strong Pokemon group over there in Shackland, and I, I think a lot of us will, will jump in and uh, go, you know, take down the giant Butterfree and all the other stuff that comes up, you know, month to month or however they're going to plan on doing it. Yeah, I think it sounds fun. It sounds really fun. More fun than it has been in the past. I agree. No, I agree. And, and as somebody who I, I don't like competitively play, 
you know, online against other people. This is a cool mm-hmm. online thing that we can all do and just have fun. Right. Doing. Yeah. I just want, I wonder how long the raids are going to take because like the, if I, if you play a battle against somebody in Pokemon, sweet Christmas, that takes forever. <laughs> and if that's going to be the case with these raids, then I'll probably just pass. Oh, but really? that's just me. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to spend, uh, you know, 30 minutes fighting a Butterfree. No, I 100% understand you there. A lot of times when I play Pokemon, though, as I've explained over the years, a lot of times when I play Pokemon, it's like what I'm doing while I'm doing something else. I watch a lot of TV Mm. while I play Pokemon. It's kind of just vegging out for me. So I'll totally just raid and sit there and keep pressing buttons while I'm not really paying attention. I'll do that a lot. (laughs) See, I I have pretty bad hearing problems. So whenever I watch TV, I have captions on and I'm reading what's uh, on the screen so i i tend not to i tend not to do that okay cool all right my next news story see here let me check in on the time it's been a good conversation um let me highlight just a few things i wanted to get in this is really almost from last week um nintendo did have a financial briefing operating profit doubled year over year and quarter over quarter basis switch is almost sold 42 million worldwide the Lite is boosting Switch by almost 50%. The Lite sold 2 million Switch units worldwide in its first 10 days on market. 43% of the customers are buying a second Switch. Of those folks, first-time buyers had much bigger um, female percentages. So um, outside of the folks that are buying, or for the folks that are buying Switch for the first time, a bigger ratio of those are, are females getting in. you got to think maybe Pokemon Animal Crossing are starting to pave the way for new adoptions. So that's that's definitely good stuff. Uh, I think the biggest news and noteworthy thing in terms of financial success is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is now the highest selling fighting game of all time. What an honor. <laughs> it's passing Street Fighter 2, which has been re-released more than Minecraft. that's true i hey i think it's but it was released twice on the switch yes (laughs) yes it was (laughs) um so you know this is a long story say as i say most of the time when we get financial news that switch is healthy it's making good money and that's good for nintendo so that's all good it is uh my we have a switch light in the house my wife looked at it and she said that is the most adorable thing i want it for my birthday did she say the same thing about your dual d-pad controller because my wife said that was the most adorable controller she's ever I don't seen. I don't think she's actually looked at this yet because oh. I we got this and I've just been super busy um god this thing is so weird it's it's bizarre <laughs> it is really bizarre I played Breath of the Wild with it <laughs> What is wrong with you um it must have been awful it had to have been awful It wasn't great but it wasn't awful it it I, can, yeah. can you play it that way if you like wanted to train yourself you can't yeah. it can be done um, I will say they got the price point of this thing right. Oh, Twenty four yeah. bucks, I think, is fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's it's just not great though. But it's very well made. Mm-hmm. I'm don't 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 think for a second that this isn't well made. But using a D pad on the right side is so weird. I just can't imagine my brain getting used to it. It's like it's much better with like two D stuff. You know, so I played like Super Mario three. I played Ori with it, and like all of that stuff is. Yeah. great it's fantastic with it but yeah once you start getting to 3d games trying to play overwatch with it it's like oh don't do that <laughs> by the way audio listeners if you don't know what the hell we're talking about google 8-bit dough light mm-hmm. google that and you'll be like oh okay i see what you mean that's little, weird little baby controller <laughs> yeah this is a good one um president furukawa has revealed the company continues to have plans to bring over more 3ds franchises 
as they try to enhance the appeal of the light. So we are going to answer the same question that I'm sure every other Nintendo podcast on the internet's answering. Bill, let me ask you, what 3DS franchises would you like to see come Switch's way? Uh, are we talking Nintendo only or whatever? I'll take whatever. Bravely Default. That's a good one. Bravely Default. Um, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Mm. is a wonderful uh wonderful wonderful game it's so so fun and it's got great music um it's it's incredible it's a great game um i would also like to see kid icarus um that's the you know, one I'd that like everybody to bring that back yeah everybody says that that's the one that's on pop top of every blog post that i think i've seen with this uh news this week Mm-hmm. Which it's an interesting one because I don't remember that many people liking it when it came out. Well, um, it's got awful controls because the the, the the 3ds didn't have a, a a good camera controls on the right hand side, so you were stuck using the touch screen for camera, and you had to like hold it with your pinky and a stylus and push a button, and then the remember thing... they they released the stand for your 3ds right. to sit in just so you could play the game. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, hey, Nintendo, way to solve a problem that you invented. That's that's what I have to say about that. But hey, we've got... Uh, I can't reach any controllers from here. Oh, yes, I can. Uh, we now have a stick on the right. Who would have thought? So let's let's make that game that has a stick on the right and let us play it. Because everybody says that that game was dope. And it's um, good. Just, just had really bad controls. Uh, so that that's one. What about you? What games do you want? Uh, I, I opened my to... 3DS to take a look at it, and the interesting thing. So when I thought about this, when I when I saw the news in the blog post and we got the questions, and thank you, James, by the way, for for writing in. You know, I I can't say that there's a whole lot of games that I specifically think are 3DS franchises, and the ones that I do that I think would make the most sense, I think they've already made their way over. Pokemon, Box Boy, already have you know like. A lot of the, like these 2D Zelda games. I'm, I'm just looking at my 3D. We have Animal Crossings on the way, Shantae, Shovel Knight. Like a lot of my 3DS library is either already over here or over here in some way. And like mm-hmm. Kid Icarus, I also wouldn't think is a th- like a 3DS. That's just the last iteration. I wouldn't call the entire franchise, you know, like a, a portable game. I don't think that's. Well, the- I, I, you're right. But outside of maybe I'm wrong, but outside of the NES. Yeah, the, like on 3DS. Game Boy. What other Kid Icarus games are there? Was there a Kid Icarus game on a console outside the NES? I can't remember. Not definitely no, no, not not like modern ones. Not not in here in the West or not. Like know. was it on the GameCube or anything? Nope. Okay, so to me that screams portable. Bring it over, Nintendo. And when I was thinking about that one in particular, like it's on rails, and I guess the idea is if we had a second stick and a better console, like you could take it off rails. Mm-hmm. But like it's on rails, so if you're just playing it with a controller, I don't know if it's. I don't know, like, without the stylus, like, without that precision, I don't know how much fun that is. Well, I, I well, okay, I get what you're saying. I I don't think that people are saying, I want Uprising. that just game. Do Kid Icarus. They just want that I got universe. Sure. They want, they want to be in that world and experience that lore and have that style of game brought to the Switch. And I, I, I can I can see that. Um Mario, what you wish Mario for. versus Donkey Kong. That's, That's another one. one that I think would be really good. That's a good one. I was I was about to say, be careful what you wish for, you, you Star Fox Zero fans. 
<laughs> yeah, I never. I looked at that and I said, "No thanks." Um, Rom Romain in chat is saying Etrian Odyssey. I don't know what Ooh. that one is, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's RPG series. Um, thanks, okay. Romain. All right, so one that I really, really like, even though it's definitely not a you know portable franchise, but so we had the um, the Metroid Prime Hunters game, or what was it called? Um, the 3S? weird game with the soccer ball. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I was about to say. Uh huh. Bring me Metroid Blast Ball, because I okay. played way too much of this little app game thing that they did, and I, I freaking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think that that's a great idea, <laughs> but if they bring it out before Metroid Prime Four, people's heads will explode. <laughs> Just like they'll they be like, the "Why time. aren't you putting the development resources into Metroid Prime Four? Why are you bringing? Okay, bring Metroid Prime Four first. And then bring Blast Ball, and I think people will get excited. At least that's how I feel about it. Sure, no, one hundred percent. And I, will... um, I want, I want the Samus, uh, the the three DS Samus, Samus Returns. Game. Yeah, Samus Returns. Oh, that was I, like, so I, good. I never bought that because so I was kind of done with the three DS, and so I kind of missed out on what I've heard was a really, really good game. I had. Um, uh, Lord NBZ, who, if you listen to this Nintendo Life, he is a British, it's a British Nintendo show. I had him on one of my podcasts, 143 Pixels, and we talked about that game. And uh, uh, he really, really, uh, well, we talked about Metroid Fusion, but we kind of paired into that a little bit. And, sure. and that was a really, he, he kind of sold me on it, but I don't want to play my DS. <laughs> hold, hold that. I wanted to get to, to that specific thought with you um but as i look through here you could bring ever oasis over to switch at some point i think that'd be cool which to get one a is second that? that's um ever oasis was the um oh man as i sit here and look at the screen i can't remember the somebody help me help me remain they're the folks that do the the zelda remasters nintendo gave them their like their own game and uh, oh god what's their name see <laughs> Um, they don't have the best name and so it's kind of forgettable so that'd be good i do want to drop a little i guess this might even be considered news um but i'm sitting here looking at moon chronicles i'm looking at dementium remastered and this from renegade kid and jules watson who's now at a tui and uh, we were just talking about it on twitter this week or he was talking about uh halloween spooky games he did a thread about um dementium and how much he enjoyed dementium dementium remastered and these are the games that made me a fan of jules watson so Grezzo, sorry, it's Grezzo. There I, you I go. I wanted to say it before I forgot it. No, no, that's spot on. Yeah, Grezzo. Um, and that was a pretty good game that I think maybe getting it into maybe like an HD version or a sequel of some mm-hmm. sorts, getting onto a Switch might get new life for, the, for that, folks. Um, but Dementium, he was talking about how much he liked it. And we had a few folks who were like, hey, Donnie just talked about this. We we're talking about spooky games last week with Halloween and all that. And they were like, you know, he really likes this game, too. And he told me, um, or he sent me to a link where he was like, a two we might be making. A uh, spooky horror game coming out soon. So awesome! Maybe there's something. It won't be Dementium. Uh, I don't think he has the rights to it anymore. But something like that would be really cool. So yeah, 3DS games that you want to see on Switch. Good stuff. I, I like Box Boy would have been the one, and we already got it. So like the other things that I go to when I think 3DS like portables, I'm thinking like I don't know why. I'm just thinking like Pokemon Shuffle, like. Um, yeah. You know, like the, oh, what the, was that? What was that one where it was like an RPG? Something life, I think. Fantasy, fantasy life. Uh, so Caroline loves fantasy life. I thought you were maybe gonna go like the, not the uh, not the Mitomo game, but the other one. 
Like the... um, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Fantasy Life. That game was really good. Caroline loves that game. Did you ever play it? Nope, I never played it, so I got nothing it's for you. It's really good. Um, you can do whatever you want. Like, if you decide, do you want to be a cook today? You yeah. can be a cook and level up being a cook, and then you like tomorrow, the next day, you're like, all right, I think I want to go kill monsters with a bow. So you switch. <laughs> That's really cool. And I think it would be fantastic to have a game uh, like uh, Fantasy Life 2 on the Switch. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Tamodachi Life was the one I was thinking of. Oh, my, yeah. I never played that. My kids love that game so much. They went freaking bananas for that game. <laughs> they, they, so you put all of the, you put all of your Miis, right? You, you collected the Miis on 3DS. You put all of your Miis in like a hotel, and they live out like these these life things together. They might, like sing a song or get on stage. Or, so you can essentially just like – it's like very Sims-ish. You can make like your mom and your dad and your brother or sister if you collect, you know, weird me's like I do, like the Joker and Batman and stuff like that. And you can make them sing songs or, or do dumb things. They jump out the window and crazy stuff like that. My kids, they had a blast with that game. That's definitely like what I consider like a 3DS game. I was going to think like, like all the Street Pass games. Like I, I keep thinking like bite sized stuff. That's where I was kind of going with that Donkey Kong versus Mario mm -hmm. stuff like that. I would love to have street pass come back i mean it's useless for me because i live in the middle of nowhere but um for a lot of people it would be very cool i miss like nintendo mini game you know like yeah. the mini app like game like these very bite-sized things we had a lot of that on 3ds and a lot of that on wii u and i think it's fun they, they test out little quirky things um kirby planet robobot my favorite my favorite kirby game maybe i don't like <laughs> kirby freaking love that game all oh, you and guru you, you subscribe to that theory um what theory is that oh bobby uh nintendo guru he has a like a, a lifelong passion to hate kirby so. i don't hate kirby <laughs> i just find the games to be boring oh like I, when i play them i'm like all right whatever i got you it's very much you know for the majority of them are very much like things you've seen before um, yeah robobot was i think different uh, but not not okay. in like a grand way that would blow you away and you experience Kirby for the first time again. Like not like that at all. But like mm -hmm. Kirby Planet Robobot was really, really cool. It was, you know, side scrolling platform like Kirby is. But jumping in and out of all these different robots and these different mechanics and it's kind of like a power trip with Kirby. It was kind of fun. It was really, really enjoyable. I really liked it. Um we got to get off this topic. But every time okay. I every time I go to the next question, I keep thinking of another one. Rhythm Heaven. Like Rhythm Heaven Fever and all that, which is like mm -hmm. a Wii title, but they also had the 3DS Elite version. Elite Beat which, Agents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get off this. Uh, Saints Row. Send in your suggestions. Yeah. We were talking about it in, in Discord. Um, I think we covered most everybody. And like I said, all the other ones are already over there. Uh, Saints Row the Third has been patched. Mario Maker player, Mario Maker 2 players have uploaded over 8 million courses to date. That's a ton. It did you see the 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 thing where this somebody had made Super Mario Three the Lost Levels and they made like thirty two levels separated into eight worlds. They made it into a website where you go to the website. It has a story. You click on the thing. It tells you this is the code. No, I did not code, see this, but I want to. <laughs> yeah, if you Google it for the listeners out there, Google Super Mario Three the Lost Levels and you can find it. I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds ridiculously cool that sounds amazing i'm doing that i'm dead that's the type of stuff that i love mario maker for uh, i don't understand why nintendo didn't give them the ability to say this is the first level uh draw a link to my next level sure. draw a link to my next level because yep. that would have been amazing yeah, and 
we talked about it, and I'm sure you did too, leading up to Super Mario Maker 2, I was really hoping that you could release, like, packs. Yeah. And, like, groups of levels. You know, that would be so great if we could release worlds instead of just level by level by level. And I realize it's management storage, but at the same time, like, you don't have to download everything. So if even if you could just release it and just group them together to where you could right. just say, like, hey, you play this one and it goes to this one and this one. And even if you did it in, like, little bitty blocks, like, five at a time, you know, like, mm-hmm. that still would have been such an improvement because then it would have been cool to see players tell stories from yeah. level to level versus just random level after random level after random level. It's, it's pretty impressive what people are able to do with just one level. With telling a story, like the the weird thing where you uh, had to, where you ended up killing this uh, Goomba, and then like you you go back, and it turns out that uh, they had a family. Have you seen that level? I have not seen that one. Oh That's my god, it's too. it's amazing. That's cool. Yeah, as I say, and all the different mechanics they do, and even now, like without all of the amiibo support, because that was a big deal with uh, on the Wii U version, you have all the different amiibo mm-hmm. characters. You could tell all these different stories across all these different universes, and now it's just you know the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, so the last thing that I have on my notes, we've, we've got questions and stuff, but we're already an hour, so I'm just going to cut it all. Um, the last thing That's we what have happens when you invite me on the show. I'm just no, no, this has know. been, this has been fantastic. <laughs> we're gonna have to have you back. Um, the last thing I have on the show is Pokemon leaks. We're going to talk about them, but I understand some folks don't want to hear anything about them. So I'm going to save it. I'm just going to save it. Until Did I leak anything stuff. earlier? No. No, not, not okay. I wasn't because I, I wasn't sure about the Minton thing. No, so that's all that came out from the trailers and stuff. So I don't consider that a leak. That's been okay. confirmed by Nintendo. That's good. We have actual leaks. We've got starter evolutions and all kinds of actual leaks that people don't okay. want to know about. So we're not going to talk about them here. Um, but before I close out the show and run the thing and then come back to talk about Pokemon leaks, tell me about this show because I subscribed to it today, but I haven't got a chance to listen to it. Your new show, like I want to oh, give you a chance to plug your thing, but tell me about your show. Okay, so uh, the whole thing behind 143 Pixels is every episode, I bring a friend on. That friend picks the game that we're going to talk about, and I interview them for somewhere like a half an hour, 45 minutes about why this is a great game. Wow. Uh, and then um, before you get to hear that interview, I tell you at the beginning why I invited that person on the show, and then I tell you a little bit about that game and then you get to hear the interview. Uh, so that's what it is. And uh, it comes out every Tuesday. And you can check that out over, along with all of my other shows, over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Yeah, man. And uh, you do you do the Switchcraft and you do Stadia show. And, uh, I mean, PSVG and Run Jump Stomp uh, in so many ways parallel each other and have a lot of crossover. So, I mean, you're absolutely a natural guest to come by. We've known you for a long time. We've seen you on our Discord for forever and we talk on Twitter and stuff. So definitely mm-hmm. to give you guys a chance to, to, to plug all your stuff. They do great stuff. Do amazing stuff. And you just came down to Dragon Con. You just went to, is it RetroCon? Yeah, I went to Retro Game Con this weekend. That was awesome. I interviewed um, the woman who plays Zelda in Breath of the Wild. Wow. Uh, I interviewed her this weekend. And that was, it's a short little interview. But man, she was super nice. I also met the woman who plays Bangalore in Apex Legends. Nice. And uh, it, it was like they were just super nice. I went, it, like, they invited me to come into the green room and sat down, and Bangalore's over there eating a <laughs> salad or whatever. And I'm having this conversation with Zelda. I was like, that's so weird. We did Momocon, <laughs> and uh, I, for, for our folks that are going to make fun of me, I know Devin and Kevin, they listen to this and be like, you don't know who that is. I don't play Apex. I don't know who that is. Um, but 
just to get that out of the way so they can't tease me about it. I know. I know what you're thinking. I, I, I'm in your head. I can hear your thoughts. All right. Well, I'll, put, I'll make sure that you know who she is. She also was one of the kids. When she was a kid, she was one of the kids on Magic School Bus. Oh, wow. Now, see, that I know. I yeah. know that more than the other folks. Um, but when I went to Momocon and was doing our interviews, they had all the folks from Overwatch. Like 10 Overwatch characters that were constantly around all the time and mm-hmm. making jokes and stuff and i just recently got overwatch because of switch i never played it on the other console so i was completely like out of loop too but it's it's cool the, the, all those events any type you get any any chance anybody can ever get to a con I've, i was completely won over by my experience uh if you can get to any con where you get to have any sort of access or get an autograph or just talk to somebody or get an interview like all that stuff is super fun super fun so if you're out there listening to nintendo shack and you think about doing something that's two people here that would wholeheartedly recommend that you get out there and uh get to one at least try it gotta try it because uh without 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 psvg i never would have tried it yeah i wouldn't have tried it either uh and i went to dragon con this year and i spoke at dragon con this year and it was incredible and people came up to me and they were like i've seen your show and i was like (laughs) This is the weirdest thing in my like. What the hell is happening? It was so weird, but also awesome at the same time. And I can't wait to go back next year. When we went to Momocon. It's one of my oh man, this crazy thing. Now that I'm just remembering. You, oh, I have to pause for a second. What the hell is Momocon? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Momocon is uh, so Momo is Peach. Uh, so it means Peach in, Je- in Japan, and it's at the exact same place you rent for Dragon Crowns over the Congress Center. And it's um, it's in the summer. It's I I think it's it's Dragon Con is definitely bigger. Much bigger, huge, much bigger thing. But Momocon almost is more gaming focused than Dragon Con, um, okay. because they have lots of this. So they have a they have a Smash tournament. Um, they'll have. When you say Peach, you mean like Princess like the, Peach? No, like the fruit. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so because it's here in Atlanta. Yeah, okay. There you go. I yeah, understand. yeah. Okay. And uh, it's it has a huge. Um, not a huge. It's definitely not as big as Dragon Con, so I try to keep the scale the same. But they have a big cosplay event. It's probably more focused on comics, like very much comics and anime and stuff like that. Um, but like, for example, like when I went, I interviewed Tro- uh, Troy Baker, Nolan North, and Suda Fifty One. Okay. And Suda Fifty One, I think, has come to the last three of them. So he's always doing like his new more heroes thing. Um, they have like a panel and stuff like that. We had the Overwatch characters come through. We had all the Dragon Ball Z characters come through. So you know, it's it's not big by any means i wouldn't say that but it's you know you're gonna wait in line for a while to get in and all that mm-hmm. um so it's definitely definitely really fun but i think they have a little bit more like i don't want to say like gaming going on not like games in terms of cosplay and all this because dragon con is so big of course there's a lot of people out there dressed up like zelda and stuff like that but this actually has uh they had like a retro arcade setup. They had a tournament going on with a stage. It's Smash going. All these arcade cabinets, Pokemon tournaments, Yuga uh, tournaments, all that stuff. Board games, whole board game floor. So it's more more stuff like that. I just looked it up and it's in May, so I can't go. Well, the next time I'm you come sad. to Atlanta, man, you got to let me know. I could. Well, I, no, I mean, I'm no, gonna, I know. I, I want to go to Dragon Con, but I'm a I'm a high school teacher. I can't go anywhere in May. In May. Yeah. yeah. Next time you go to Dragon Con, you let me know. I'll squeeze you through some lines, and we'll, we'll do dinner. That's definitely a case. That's definitely going to happen. All Absolutely. Right. All right. I'm going to run our outro, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about a little bit. Not, not going to spoil everything. It's not going to be super details. But if you don't want to hear anything, this is where you end the show. We're going to talk a little bit about some of these Pokemon spoilers.
Okay. Have you been following any of these actual Pokemon, like, spoilers, spoilers? The evolutions that are leaking? The no, because I just don't care. Oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> I don't care about, like, okay, sure, this one, it looks cool, and then it looks cooler, so hooray. I just, I, it does not affect me. So I've just, uh, anytime that somebody talks about new Pokemon information, you get to see what this guy looks like. I'm like, all right, I don't care. I just want to go check him off on a box. Uh, I got you at the collect them all thing. Um, yeah. So we, we know the starter evolutions. I'm not going to go through them all. Um, we know the full Pokedex. We, we basically have a compilation of most of the Pokemon in the Galarian forms. I say we know them. They've been data mined. I think they came out of a, a guide. The leaker's basically been found and shut down, I think, from the last time I checked. I'm not following it super closely, but we did stand up a Discord room where we can share some of these things if anybody wants to see them. Um, be careful. There is an evolution to Mr. Mime called Mr. Rhyme. And it's like this. It's like an old Mister Mime with like a cane, and I'm. I, now that sounds great. I'm kind that's, of that's, totally that's into entertaining. It. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I, I'm not sold on the design. When I first saw it, I was like, I don't know about that, but I am super excited to like play with them. Like, like I want to add them to my team and see how that works. Um, looks super cool. I mentioned like Cubone is not in there, you know. Like, so a lot of my favorites, for that matter, are not in there. But uh, a lot of people are really upset about this stuff. Like, a lot of people are upset that this is getting out there. There are other people. See, it's weird. We have Pokemon fans. I mean, I, I guess the answer is that people will always be upset. I think that's the rule of the internet. But people are upset that the Pokedex didn't have everybody. Then they were upset that they didn't know the evolutions. Then they were upset when the evolutions leaked. <laughs> now they're upset that they know who's there and there are no surprises. Like, I think everybody comes to Pokemon with a bunch of different opinions, but uh, there's a lot of spoilers out there. Like the whole, all of the stuff I think the Pokemon company was trying to keep under wraps. All that stuff is starting to leak its way out there. So if you were one of those folks that are, you know, dodging the spoilers, one, you shouldn't be listening to me to it, but two, you should definitely like stay off Twitter, YouTube for 10 days. Yeah. I, I don't understand this. Like people get super mad. Okay. As a content creator, you know, I stream on Twitch, I stream on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Um, Somebody might come in and spoil something, whatever it might be, maybe the new Star Wars movie or something. You know, they might come in and do that because they're because they're a, a, a jackass, um, you know. So if that's the case, like that's that's on them. I can't really help that. But if you're not a content creator, like just stop following Nintendo related stuff, because look at who like look at who I am. I'm a Nintendo podcaster, and I could not tell you any of these leaks because I don't care. So it's obviously easy enough to avoid this stuff. Why are people upset that they didn't choose to avoid it? I don't get it. I try. Okay, so I've had a long, like I would say, like roundabout with our Discord and our other podcast members and folks in, in our community. Nintendo Shack has always been like very like pro-spoiler. Like we like the rumors, we like the be the insider stuff. We want to follow the stories and the leaks. Like I've always really liked it. A lot of folks get really upset about it, so I've tried to become more empathetic to the folks that don't want to have things spoiled for them. I understand that, um, but there is that thing that I always remind people. I'm like, if you're listening to our show, if you're in our Discord, if you're following on Twitter and you're following all of your favorite content creators and all these people, like you're, it's bound to happen. You're playing yeah. with fire. Like it's going to happen because that's, you know, it's, that's, that's 
that's just how it is. That's how it works. I mean, it's, that's right. not new. I, it's just enhanced. It's just amplified now. I, right. I there were forums I, in 2005 when I was following rumors when it was just everything was text based. Exactly. I, you know, I really like some YouTubers that talk about movies all the time. When there's a new movie coming out that I'm looking forward to, I stop going to their content. And that that's my that's my advice to anybody out there who um like if you like my show and if you like Shaq and you know that there's a game coming out that you're going to want to not be spoiled on, just take a break. Yeah. Keep downloading those shows, but don't <laughs> listen to them. All right. Come back afterwards. Um, I, just so you mentioned Bobby earlier, I interviewed Bobby uh, for 143 pixels and he and I were talking about a game and he was talking about the fact that he was he didn't really know anything about this game. And somebody was talking about it on a podcast and he was like, oh, they're having a spoiler episode. I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah, I'm going to go buy the game, play it, and then listen to then it. Then come back. And he has that agency. He can do that. And and you can, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the really cool leaks about the legendaries is okay. that they don't, they don't always have that that armor on. And you can actually take it off, and they basically just look like Twilight Princess. like. But then, So then they, they're they not allowed to be in, in Smash Brothers then, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> 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 oh, man, I'm such a jerk. Um, they're, 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 they're pretty cool. And, uh, I'm just, that's it. As I keep looking, there's more here that I wrote, but I don't want to go through every nook and cranny and details. You guys are going to find it out soon enough. It's a week away. You know what? This actually might be notable. Maybe it's not, but maybe three years from now it becomes super notable and you remember where you heard it. Um, there's some folks on Reddit that are proclaiming that this is, that it could be setting us up to go back to Sinnoh. Because none of the Pokemon that originated from the Sinnoh region got a Galarian form. And really none of the other generations that are really in um, is it Diamond and Pearl that are really in those games are in this game at all. Like even from other generations. So a lot of people are thinking like, is the next game going back? Could like we have a Let's Go sequel? Could it be Diamond and Pearl Let's Go or something like that? Or are they reserving some of the Pokemon for this next installment? Maybe that's why they cut them out in half. It's a... I think it's a far-fetched theory, and I am using that pun correctly. But, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> but I, I, it's interesting. I, I mean, I don't want to say where there's smoke, there's fire, because I think that's giving this little observation way too much credit than it deserves. But mm-hmm. it is interesting because I started looking at the chart and like all, the, and they're actually right. A lot of the Pokemon from those games are not here, whether they be Gen One, Two, or Three. It doesn't matter. Like they're just not in this one at all. So it's well, interesting. Whether that's true or not, and I don't know, because I didn't play Diamond and Pearl or Silver and Gold or any of those. My first Pokemon was Pokemon X. So Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I never I never played Pokemon because when it came out, I was at the age where I was like, I'm too cool for this. <laughs> and then I just kind of stuck with that for a really long time. And then somebody was like, No, no, dude, these are really good RPGs. You should try them out. And so I tried Pokemon X and I was like this is dope. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. Um, but you you mentioned this going back to a let's go kind of thing. I do think that we're going to get a TikTok with uh, a TikTok release schedule with Pokemon where it will be a, a full-on RPG 
and then the next year is going to be a let's go version of an older one and the reason why this makes a lot of sense is because they can use the assets in both games the let's go ones they don't have as much work to do because they already have all of that stuff planned out they just have to i mean Trust me, it's still a lot of work, but it's not as much work as making something from scratch. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yep. Uh, so that and that will give them more time to get that talk release out every time because they're working on the tick. The tick is the let's go um, spoon. Uh, and then the the talk release is going to be, you know, the the, the actual RPG. And I think that we're going to have this TikTok release. So they'll keep ping-ponging back and forth, and that'll allow them to to take the time that it that it requires to make 700, 800, 1,000 uh, new um, Pokemon models, new models. With, with Thank you. I could never think of the word with model. With moves and everything and right. balance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it is interesting. I, I I was reading through the Reddit and seeing them like go through and check everything off, and I was like, you know, that is, that's good observation. It's good, good awareness by whoever... Um, postulate that to begin with because it's pretty spot on and if if they were uh, i'm with you i i played pokemon back on 64 i never had a game boy um but diamond and pearl is kind of like the link's awakening in my pokemon history where i've played most of them just like zelda games but i never really played link's awakening um so i have diamond and pearl i think uh the 3ds versions or it may have crystal it might be crystal um but i've never really played them i played yellow i played red i played x i played x2 i played let uh, sun and moon let's go i've played all that stuff but yeah that diamond and pearl would be the the one that that <laughs> did you just see that no that's happened to me that happened to me last week i this giant like flies like swing by and everybody's like it was Whoa. a ladybug <laughs> scared the hell out of me <laughs> all right bill that's gonna do it for a shack this week i appreciate oh you goodness. one for 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 coming over like, thanks so much for for dropping by the Nintendo Shack. Two, for staying when Carol caught up, because it would have just been me doing the solo show. So She was the only reason I was coming. So, oh, I'm I mean, sure. I'm, that's, she's I'm the just... only reason anybody listens in the first place. Trust me. We all know. <laughs> we we all know. So she's she's a superstar, and uh, hopefully she'll be back next week. Caroline, feel better. Love you. Miss you. Got to come back to Shack. So. Thanks for having me on, man. It was fun. Yeah. Anything else you want to say to 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 the Koopalings before we get out of here? Uh, you know, watch out for Mario. That guy's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Good night, Koopalings. 